0: Good morning ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the morning after here on 88.9 Fighting Scots Radio. I am your host Tyler Trumbauer, alongside my partner for today, the athlete formerly known as Chewy on this fine, fine Thursday morning. Chew, how are you on this morning? Two shows in one week for you.
1: Yeah, 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 this is a world record, you know, it's my first time being on uh, twice in a week. I'm, Is it because I, I I
0: talked about that with Tubby yesterday? I wasn't <laughs> I was uncertain if this was this was a first time
1: for that or not. Yeah, yeah. I woke up this morning. I felt very motivated. I'm ready to go. Oh, don't lie to me. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Any day, any time I wake up, I feel I feel rejuvenated. So I'm blessed and thankful to be here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> righty then. Um. None, nonetheless, uh, as I'll continue this along here. Um. Not not get a little sappy. But uh. Good, good Thursday show here. Um, to start off the day, we'll have. Um, I mean, we don't start off the day on eighty-eight point nine. You got to start off the day with with the wake up call with Susie Simons from seven to nine, leading right in. It's beautiful lead in by her. She does yep. does good work. Yeah, yeah, lot yeah. A lot better than us. Um, but <laughs> but nonetheless, we uh we we talk sports. That's what we try to do here in the morning after. And uh, if you haven't listened to us, you know that's what we do if you do we appreciate you tuning in on you know 88.9 com and on the tune in app got a good amount of different sports to talk about we haven't really talked to baseball yet tubby or not tubby chewy i haven't Here talked to you with Tubby. tubby <laughs> you're getting me see the thing i can't do this 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 back and forth thing i'm telling you this but- is what see and it's like the same thing it's the same thing like like if you were you know, if you were cheating, on, cheating on a woman or something, you know, what I mean, you gotta keep the names yeah, right. Yeah,
1: exactly. You that, can't. That's keep why it's hard. That's why you shouldn't <laughs> cheat.
0: I mean, there's a lot of reasons why you shouldn't cheat, but the number one thing is it's hard to keep the names straight.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's Obviously, I right can't thing. do it be because faithful.
0: I would be calling. I'll be calling her wrong names.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would be. Well, we know you're not a cheater because <laughs> we know you wouldn't be successful <laughs> <can't, in> there. <laughs> exactly.
0: <area. laughs> uh, anyway, <clears throat> baseball talk with Chewy, not Tubby today, um, as the Pirates clinch the playoffs once again we'll talk borough sports and not football we'll talk football tomorrow with mike fenner and tubby but we'll talk other sports today women's soccer women's volleyball was in action yesterday uh and they're off to an amazing start so far uh chewy and then uh, we'll preview tonight's thursday night football contest as the week three in the national football league is about to get underway uh, the New York Football Giants versus the Washington Redskins the Redskins 1 and 1 the Giants 0 and 2 should be an interesting contest um in the NFC I'm I'm very intrigued about that one so we'll touch on that as well um but you know let's let's uh let's just get underway with some <sighs> baseball talk here and then also you know I I might talk a little bit when we talk about that Thursday nighter um you know we'll talk about maybe DeMarco Murray and you know we might get some NBA in there for you too the NBA made an announcement about the finals yesterday i don't know if you saw that what, what, they what they're, they're changing changing some scheduling we'll talk about that later oh, okay. on in the show too sure. get get your get your take on that as a player of of the of that sport oh yeah, yeah of yeah. the ball of baskets uh so getting to major league baseball standings to start off uh i don't know why we never really talk baseball i guess because it just carries over from Fenner Fenner's not a huge baseball fan Oh yeah. Um so not really sure I guess that just carried over to me. But nonetheless, um the Pirates clinching that f- clinching the playoff berth as I mentioned 92 wins for the Pirates, 60 losses thus far, second in the NL Central. Um but got to just uh see how it all shakes out with just a few um days left. Did you see did you see their uh celebration? I did not. What's what what was good about their celebration? It,
1: they said they weren't going to do it too big time this year, so instead of like popping champagne yeah. they like poured like champagne and wine glasses and they all drank them in a very classy
0: manner i oh. thought, well cuz now it's now it's you know business as usual <laughs> yeah, the pirates exactly. are pirates are perennial playoff yeah, yeah. contenders now it's not it's not shocking the world anymore yeah, exactly so
1: they they didn't celebrate too much that it, it reminded me of um it, actually it reminded me of like i want to say like the warriors last year
0: where they were like so okay, matter-of-factly about it yeah they were just like, Okay, let's do this, you know, it's our time. It's our time to shine. Um, yeah. so let's take a look at this division by division if you haven't been keeping up with baseball, which really I haven't, A, because the Phillies suck. Um <laughs> Which is the main reason why I never really kept up with the NBA because the the Sixers suck. Yeah, Sixers. Speaking of Sixers, see, Jason Richardson yeah, retires. Retired, yeah. I tweeted out uh yesterday, I quote tweeted the, the the article I saw from Sports Illustrated saying that he retired and quoted you and said, "Well, he unofficially retired when he signed with the Sixers a few years. ago. Well, he <laughs> wow. hasn't played in like how long? Number one and number two. I mean, when you're playing in the Sixers, it's basically yeah, you you're know, just are playing you... for a
1: check, anyways. Yeah, really. He said he said like um, he wanted to be able to walk without a limp <laughs> by the time like it, I guess when he got older because he kept getting Hurt. surgery on his knees. Right, yeah. yeah. So I understand where he's coming from. I definitely do. Like, knees I, hurting already, yeah. too.
0: Yeah, I ice my ice my knees every night. That's see. I couldn't do that. Yeah. My knees hurt, and I just from a few years of catching in youth baseball.
1: I oh, mean, I yeah. did it high
0: school baseball a little bit too. Did a lot more sitting on the bench in high school <sighs> baseball, but uh, I mean, a lot of youth baseball. Yeah, that youth. Yeah, youth baseball. Get I mean, you, knees yeah. are killing me. Converted second baseman to catcher. too.
1: I always wonder how how catchers like were in that position. The it entire hurts, game. Man. It hurts. I always wondered. I was like, oh, that's something. And then I can up and down do. every time. the yeah. Pitch.
0: It's it's killer. It's it's really killer and. uh yeah, I was, and I, I didn't even think I was ever going to be a catcher. I was a second baseman. And then my the coach, because, well, what we, one year we had, like, in the last couple of years when we had, like, different teams and different travel leagues, we had, like, two-day tryouts where everybody in the area tried out, and then they drafted. The coaches had a draft. and, and oh, oh, that's kind of sweet. So they drafted. <laughs> so the coach drafts me for the highest, like, available team. I used to be good back in the day before everyone grew, and I didn't. Yeah, and, yeah, um, that tends to happen. And uh, he drafted the team. And he drafted, like, best player available, I guess, and he didn't draft a catcher. So he Sheesh. comes up to me, he's like, first practice, he's like, so, uh, Trumbauer, you want to you wanna catch? And I was like, uh, sure. sure. <laughs> I was like, I figured it's a good place for me to start because there was a couple people at second yeah. base, and, I mean, I didn't know if I was going to get the start there. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. like, all right, I'll start catcher. So I did. And then it turned out to be pretty well because then, like, you know, right before our first game, he was like, so, Trumbauer, how do you feel about being the leadoff guy? So I was a starting catcher and batted leadoff every game except for one.
1: I was suspended oh, okay. that
0: game. Oh, what'd you do? I plowed a catcher in the previous game. Wow. It was in the, in the, it was in the postseason. So I was third base. There was a ground ball hits a third. I was at third run, base runner at third. I just went for it on the crack of the bat. Uh-huh. I was out by a mile and a half, so I just kind of lowered See. my shoulder, <laughs> bowled over the catcher, which apparently is, il- is illegal in that league. So oh. I, got e- I was out because the p- catcher hold on held onto the ball. I was out. I was ejected. And then the catcher that I bowled over was ejected because he tried to punch me. Oh, Okay. So but it not- didn't matter for him that he got ejected because they lost in that playoff game, so their season was done. Right. For me, the ramifications of the of the of the ejection was being suspended for the next game. Okay. In addition to <laughs> getting a hundred dollar fine for the organization, I didn't pay the fine. Sheesh. But the fu- organization got fined a hundred dollars. I had to serve the one game suspension in the playoffs. Okay. So so let me break this down. Not only were you out by a mile.
1: Not only did you truck uh, the catcher. Right. He tried to punch you. Right. You got suspended for the next game. Right you had a hundred dollar fine yes that the organization
0: paid wow it's was intense it, was it worth it <laughs> uh <laughs> no probably not i mean we won that next game and made it to the championship oh okay so i still got to play that's not how my 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 you know thing ended oh well then it wasn't all bad it man. wasn't all that bad it was just kind of unfortunate because i had to miss the rest of that game because that was a close first game that game was yeah. that i got ejected it was close yeah anyway that's enough going down memory lane <laughs> there because obviously that didn't work out too well for me Um, Here are the standings through uh, games completed yesterday. So these are basically up to the date uh, today. Here is the current races we have going on for the playoffs. In the AL East, the Blue Jays. What about the Blue Jays, too? Unbelievable. 87 wins, 67 losses. Have an eight-game lead over the Yankees. Um, Or, excuse me, a -a three-and-a-half game lead over the Yankees. Um, According to Sports Illustrated, their odds of making the uh, postseason are 82.3% to get that one. In the AL Central, the Royals. See, there's just so much change in the Major League Baseball since I was growing up. The oh, Blue yeah. Jays and the Royals used to suck back in the day. Right. They're terrible.
1: Right, and now they're on the brink of making the playoffs. Right,
0: now the Royals have are 88-63. and 63. Jeez.
1: That's good work by the now. The Twins,
0: exactly. <laughs> the Twins are 78-73, and 73, 10 games behind. They're probably not going to get that. So it's probably going to be the Royals making the postseason once again. Royals were very close to the World Series. Um, A year ago, the AL West is a little bit tighter than some other uh, divisions. The Rangers, 82-69. and The Rangers, they've been hanging around, too. You know what I mean? They had Josh Hamilton, then they didn't have Josh Hamilton, then they have Josh Hamilton again. Uh, Cole Hamill's coming in there yeah. now with that midseason trade from the Phillies. Um Smart and you know, pickup. he's a as a Phillies fan, he's a solid, he's a solid ace. Yeah. I mean he can come out there every fifth day and give you seven, eight solid innings. And if your offense can produce unlike what they did for him in Philly, uh, you will that's almost a guarantee yeah. victory yeah. on the bump for Cole Hamels and the Rangers. They're <coughs> 82 and 69. Uh and they have a three-game lead in the West, so they're likely to get in there. And how about the Astros? The Astros Chewy. The Astros used to never do anything in the National League. They used to be an embarrassment to the National League. Then they switched to the American League, and there you go. Maybe uh, the American League's easier.
1: I don't who know. Who knows? Who knows? I man. don't know about Ashters, that, but. Astros used to be, yeah. They used to be trash when I, back when I was growing up. Back when Back, back in back Tuesday. growing up, yeah. Which wasn't very long ago.
0: Right. Well, you're a little older. What are you yeah. in your 20s? Yeah, just turned 21, actually. That's last right. Month. Chew was just, when was that? That was like a week ago? Last month. August, last last month. 15th. Yeah. That was last month. That's yeah. right.
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right before we got to school. Exactly. So well, you
0: were probably at school by then. Did you? Do you have to move in early?
1: No, I didn't. I didn't. I came. Actually, I came like the day after my birthday. Uh, like right, a couple right. of
0: days after. Angels are also in the mix in the AOS. Seventy-eight, seventy-four. They're four and a half games back, but they have very small chance of making it in there. The Angels. They. They. I mean, whatever happened to Albert Pujols? I mean, he was unbelievable. Yeah, I know. Unbelievable with the Cardinals. Came to the Angels and then. You know, nothing like it was it's it kind of makes you think that maybe there was some kind of performance enhancing drugs going on. I don't want to throw any accusations towards Albert Pujols, but, you know, those type of people that, you know, have great years and then stop or have some kind of substance probably aiding them.
1: Yeah, cause yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to be on Sports Center every
0: literally right. every night. And I'm not even talking about like monster home runs. There's other players too. Like just for the Phillies example, like Freddie Galvis. You probably don't even know him. Probably most of the Major League Baseball doesn't know him. You know, now he's an infielder for the for the Phillies. But he he had an unbelievable like four mo- five month stretch, and then found out that he was taking performance enhancing drugs. Carlos Ruiz, the starting catcher for the Phillies, uh, he was hitting like crazy. Turned out he was taking Adderall, but he didn't get a medical clearance for that Adderall. Oh, for real? Well, he did, but apparently it expired. Okay. And he didn't get it renewed. So he claimed he's like, oh, I just didn't get it renewed. I didn't, I, I didn't know. I'm still good. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But nonetheless, he had to serve that suspension because he, Sheesh. you know, he got to do that. Yeah. So, but I mean, I don't know if that's really the reason or not, but that's what they're saying. So in the AL wild card, um, after looking at that, um, the divisional matchups, the wild card, the Yankees have a four game lead in that wild card. The Astros are 80 and 73. Um, they're they're second, so they're both those. If the season ended today, the Yankees and the Astros would make the playoffs in the in securing the last two wild card spots. The Twins are there, the Angels, and then also the Orioles. Buck Showalter, Jeez. I like him as a coach. So, uh, I mean that that's that's good stuff. If the season ended today, the Yankees would host their Astros in the wild card game. The Royals would have home field advantage against the wild card game winner in the divisional series, and the Blue Jays would have home field advantage against the Rangers in the other a- ALDS. Matchup, but nothing, nothing has been secured in the American League. Everything else is still up for grabs. Mm. Obviously, have a few more weeks left in the season. Um, No one has secured a spot in the American League. Quickly, let's look at the National League here as we finish up our first segment. The the NL East, which I mean, no one thought the Mets were going to be winning this division at the start of the year. I mean, they were thinking maybe the Phillies were gonna be there. They were thinking this was gonna be the Nationals, maybe even the Braves could sneak in there. But right now, with just a few days left in the in the season, Joe, we got the Mets at eighty five and sixty seven. Have you been following them this year? Unbelievable. They just turned it on mid season and just have been carrying it since then. 85-67, and
1: sixty seven. That is big time. Wow.
0: They're taking care thought. of business. The Nationals yeah. seventy eight and seventy three, six and a <laughs> half game uh Six and a half games behind. Excuse me, small percentage. So basically, the Mets have not officially clinched it, but they've all but wrapped it up, and good for them. I mean, the Matt Harvey situation, pitching right now, is very, very interesting to mm-hmm. me because his agent and him have talked about let's like, shutting him down. They're they're barely using him here down the stretch, which now they have a six and a half game advantage. So they're mm-hmm. they're it's more they have a comfortable lead to not use Harvey because they're trying to save him for the postseason. But I don't know if that's going to be best because what if Har- Harvey gets hurt? I mean, they really threw him hard this year to try to get to the lead in the NL East. So they could get there, but they could exhaust all of their options getting there. And then by now, by the time they get to the postseason and they're going to need an ace in a Game 4 or a Game 5 situation, he's not going to be there. Harvey's going to be gone. He's going to be washed up. He's done because you used him, you know, for the last six months just to try to get here. Right. So, but I mean, the Nationals—they have their own problems too. Steven Strasburg, their ace, getting injured, and uh, you know, a lot of big money on that team. Bryce Harper, Jason Worth, not really doing much. So that's not good for the Nationals to only be five games above 500, because that's not what that front office has been spending from their pocketbook to just be second in the NL East.
1: Right. You think they—they so, burned—they they burned uh, they burning them out.
0: Burning out Matt Harvey. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I mean, it's it's it's. A crazy situation that the agent and him have talked to the organization about limiting his innings because I guess he's also in the end of a contract year as well, so he's trying not to kill himself because he's you know could potentially not be with the Mets next year. But you know then I guess the Mets went and took him out the other day in a game because he's you know on that count Um, and he was getting all pissy about it. (laughs) It's like well this is what you and your agent wanted, so what are you what are you doing? What are you complaining about? (laughs) Continue on the NL Central. Now we have um, obviously this is where the Pirates are hanging out in the NL Central. Um, two teams have clinched playoff spots in this division: the Cardinals and the Pirates. The Cardinals, 96 and 56 record, a nice record for the Cardinals as they lead that division. The Pirates, four games behind at 92 and 60. Pirates probably will get a wild card berth if you ask me. But how about the Cardinals? I mean, that is that is a team. That is an organization that every MLB franchise should model themselves after. Yeah, The Cardinals are rarely making big moves in the free agency market. They're rarely signing any big names, but they get the job done. They have solid pitching, solid young players in the field. The bats are always good, and they're always in the playoffs, always there. The Cardinals always play hard baseball. Yeah,
1: they stay consistent. It's, like it's not
0: like the exactly, they're not up and down, they're not like the Yankees trying to make big splashes with has-beens and yeah. and else. The Cardinals are a, I mean, I honestly, I mean as a Phillies fan it hurts, but I mean I think the Cardinals are one of the best franchises overall up and down the lineup, front office, managerial wise in Major League Baseball. Hands down one of the finest organizations that Major League Baseball offers. The Cubs are also in the mix there in the NL Central, 89 and 63, seven games out, but they're barely hanging on by a thread. In the West, only two teams: the Dodgers and the Giants. The Dodgers 86 and 65, the Giants 79 and 72. The Giants seven games behind in this one. No one's clinched anything there, though. But the Dodgers, I mean, the Dodgers really, really tough start with Don, with Mattingly and company there. Yasiel Puig was really the the man, the myth, the legend for a while, and he fell off too. But they got Chase Utley to come in midseason with the trade to go with Jimmy Rollins, and that. That mid uh, or that uh, up the middle duo at second base and shortstop. I mean, did wonders for the Phillies for many years and could probably help uh, the Dodgers now. So they're always in the in the playoff mixing in the wild card, the Pirates are leading the wild card, and the Cubs will get the second wild card spot right now. The Giants nine and a half games out. The Nationals ten and a half games out in the wild card. So the lot, there's a lot more clarity in the NL uh, playoff. Right now, you could say the Cardinals and the Pirates have clinched it. The Dodgers will probably get it. The Cubs will probably get that second wild card spot. Um, yeah, so that's that's the Major League Baseball. I mean, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see in the wild, wild West that is the American League right now in the next coming in the next coming uh, weeks as these uh, as you know you start to play your divisional foes all the time, and then you know that's every game is mad is is a big game night in and night out and you really can't take a night off, especially when you're gunning for that playoff position.
1: What happened to uh, – whatever happened to uh, the, the Boston? Boston and Detroit, two teams that used to – Boston – oh, you're just always the, about your Detroit, aren't you? I, I well, like I'll tell you this. Boston and Detroit. Detroit are
0: are, are, are taking care – they're occupying the basements in their respective divisions in the American Sheesh. League. Boston, 72-79 and 79 right now. Seven games uh, – 14.5 games back in the East, seven games back in the wild card right now. Um, they just lost – Yesterday to Tampa Bay, 6-2, to two. Um, so that's not good. Tampa Bay, 74-78, and 78, just a spot behind the Red Sox in that division. Your Detroit Tigers, too, are 71-81, 17 and a half games back in the Central Division and eight and a <coughs> half games back in the wild card. But they won yesterday, 7-4, to four, over the Chicago White Sox. Um, now they're going to start a series with Minnesota tonight. Minnesota, they can play some spoiler, Ken Detroit, because Minnesota's just one game back in the wild card. Yeah. But that's okay though, too because I can. I'll just say it now: the Phillies are ni- are fifty-seven and ninety-five. That's that's a heck of a lot worse. <laughs> Twenty-eight games back in the East, thirty-two games back in the Wild Card. But the Phillies are looking up. They just fired their general manager a week ago. Um,
1: Clarent House? Clear house I, I wouldn't say
0: they're. I mean, they're kind of Clarent House. I mean, they got rid of a lot of older guys. Jimmy Rollins, obviously, at the beginning of the year. Chase Sutley right now. Cole Hamill's right now. I, I really wish they would dump off Ryan Howard, but there's a lot of money there. And I don't think anyone's going to take him, especially in the National League, because he's just not defensively sound at all. He's just really bad <laughs> defensively at first base. So I think he's going to be an American League guy. The problem is there's just no farm system there. As I mentioned, the Cardinals bringing up guys all the time. There's no farm system in the Phillies because they've traded everybody and for different guys, you know, in a cliff Lee, t- two cliff Lee trades, a Hunter Pence trade. Um, you know, there's so many trades that have happened that Ruben Amaro Jr., the general manager that just got fired, has, you know, dumped the – The farm system, there's no one there. Basically, I see a lot of AAA because the Phillies AAA and AA affiliate is actually both within 20 minutes of my house back home. Um, So I can see a lot of minor league games for the Phillies, and there's no one there. Because they're all up in the pros. They really should be in the minors, but they're up with the big uh, club, yeah, yeah. which is not good. So, And they also, Pete McCannon, <clears throat> Ryan Sandberg resigned earlier this year too, their manager, and they have Pete McCannon, their bench coach, took over as an interim, and they just took the interim tag off of that a couple days ago, which I am wholeheartedly behind because I think he is a solid manager. Um, he's had interim positions before, but I think he's the man to, to lead this team through their problems. So they lost yesterday to the the Marlins four to three. That's not surprising. So that's Major League Baseball for you here in the morning after the first time mm-hmm. we've ever done that. Yeah, yeah chill. Yeah. So making history right here on the Morning After. <laughs> so after that we're going to take a break. We'll come back. Um, we'll talk about that NBA scheduling situation so we can get Chew in here more involved, get get him, his take on it and what he feels cuz you know he's the he's the basketball expert we have here on the Morning After. Talk about that. Don't forget we got other stuff coming up like Borough football or excuse me, Burrow Sports Report and as well as a Thursday night football preview between the Redskins and the Giants. Don't go anywhere. The Morning After rolls along after this. 928. We're back here on the morning after here on 88.9 Fighting Scots Radio, also online at com and on the TuneIn app on mobile devices here. We got you covered all across the board. As Tubby likes to say, we are everywhere you are. Yep, yep. We're global around here. Global. You know, we yeah. are an glo- international, international station, globalization. We do it all. Yeah. Do it all. All right. So, if you hadn't seen the NBA's tweaking their format for the NBA Finals to ease travel demands on players, so they're trying to build more rest into the schedule and ease for travel for the players, and uh, they've they've also and they've announced. So, they've announced this change yesterday. They they introduced a revised uh, final schedule yesterday, scrapping. The, uh, the Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday thing that they always used to do, yeah. uh, which they're going to now ensure that there are two days between games anytime teams are required to change cities. So anytime it's going to go back to, the, to another arena, they're going to have two games in between. The 2016 NBA Finals are scheduled to start on June 2nd. So this is going to start with the upcoming finals for this season, too. Um, for years, as I mentioned before, the finals are always, always played Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Um, and, uh, they, they did a little alteration last year before, or excuse me, before two years ago finals when the league abandoned the two, three, two format and they went to two, two, one, one, one. So that was, yeah, that I was like more, that. that's more travel too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause you got to go, cause I mean, two, three, two is you were there for two games. So then you went, then you went there for three games and you went right. back for two. I like,
1: I like, I like the new format. The you like the two, two, one, one. one, one Why is that? Because it's more, it, it the team with a better record should be rewarded in the the amount of home games that they're allowed to play. So in the 2-3-2 format, the home team would get two games. Well, obviously the team with the better record would get two home games, and then they would have to go on the road. For three. And try and win three on the road, which is extremely hard to do, especially if you're playing a team that made it to the final. So that team is legit.
0: Yeah, but if you're the better team, you should win your first two games at home.
1: You should win your first two, but it puts you in a hole. It it puts you – usually what teams try to do is they try and get one game. They try to get one game away from home. So if you can get one game away from home, if you can split the first two, then you're in a good position. Right. So say, so say teams are playing and the away team wins one of the first two games, then the 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 better team, quote-unquote, with the better record, ha- is in a hole now because they have to win three games away from home, which they should be able to do. They should be able to get one of those games – but I like the two-two-one-one-one one, one format because you get two games at home, two games away, and then wherever you guys are at from there, one-one-one that evens it out. And um, I, I, I like the schedule change. I like it because we saw even when the, in these past finals, um, I'm, I'm gonna use LeBron for example. The way he was exerting so much energy, yeah, yeah, he was getting like he was scoring like 40 points a game, like the first two three games and exp- expending himself, mm-hmm. now it, like players like him will get more time to rest and and uh, get their bodies back right for the next games, uh, especially – and that's tough, especially with the travel. They were going from Cleveland to Oakland. So I like it. I definitely like it. I think it's a good good move. I think the NBA is headed in the right direction. So that was the
0: move a year ago. Now the latest tweaks um, are coming in that have the double – that have the two-day break in between um, – They've reduced the number of back-to-backs, and they've also—this comes on the heels, too, I should say, of tweaks to the regular season, where they've greatly reduced the number of back-to-backs and stretches of four games and five nights. So they're really trying to ease up off, off, on the players so maybe they don't have to ice their knees every night like Chu does at, at, yeah. his, at his ripe young age of 21 yeah. here for Burrow. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're going through a grueling PSAC Schedule. Just imagine going through the NBA schedule. You don't have to play four games in five nights in the PSAC show.
1: Yeah, we don't have to, We don't have an eighty eighty plus game schedule either. Yeah, so. true. So you'd like to play? Would yeah. you play
0: eighty games? Yeah,
1: if I was getting paid to do it, yeah. <laughs> you'd do anything to get paid to do it. If I was getting paid like these NBA players, I wouldn't. I wouldn't complain at all. So, but, yeah, but it's definitely. Yeah, it's definitely a. Uh, Uh, a big difference like getting the players uh, more rest because they need it honestly.
0: So now there's really no rhyme or reason to the the days of the week so it's not like you can count on Up Tuesday it's an NBA Finals game, Thursday there's an NBA Finals game, Sunday there's an NBA Finals game for the upcoming 2016 NBA Finals Game 1 will be Thursday June 2nd, Game 2 not till Sunday, Game 3 then Wednesday, 4 Friday 5 Monday, 6 Thursday and then 7 Sunday
1: Yeah I like that. I like it. I know uh, a lot of fans might not like it because they don't like too much time in between games. They're like, they're ready for the next right. game and stuff. But being a player, player perspective, yeah. Yeah, being a player, I understand that you need rest and you need to rejuvenate and uh, get your get your mind right, get your body right for the next game, so I'm not complaining. Even as a fan, I'm like, yeah, I would like to see games every day, but I understand where where they're coming from with that.
0: See, but my big thing, I have a huge problem with the NBA playoffs. Playoffs? Let's <laughs> talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? What's what's your problem? They're too dang long. For real? For real? Okay, just for the finals. We're talking June second to June nineteenth. That's seventeen days. It's nearly three weeks to do the finals. I have no issues with that. It's way too long. <laughs> I think, and then that's just that's that's almost three weeks just for the finals. Then you're gonna have the fi- you're gonna have the Eastern and you're gonna have your conference finals, and you're gonna have what? What do they call it? The other one, the f- the first round or whatever yeah, they call that nonsense. Just first round, yeah. So that's like the NBA finals is like a month and a half thing, at least. Huh. Huh. The NBA playoffs, I should say, are a month and a half.
1: Well, yeah, the seven. Well, the seven game series. It's a long time. That's a long thing, yeah, and it's it's more competitive. So like, you don't have teams getting swept. Unless you're like... Uh, the Sixers, when they snuck yeah. in as an eighth seed. Yeah, They yeah. play with the Heat. Exactly. So, so like, teams like that, uh, especially in the Eastern Conference, era, the teams are more competitive. So, you don't have teams just getting... S- no, I'm sorry. I meant to say Western Conference. The teams are way more competitive. So, well, yeah, yeah. So, it's like teams aren't getting swept. A lot of these games are going to six and seven games. So, you see the the, the playoffs actually taking taking a long time. But I enjoy it personally.
0: I have no issue. That's with the I time, think right? I think it just comes down to me not being an NBA fan really. Yeah. I think it comes down to me just not enjoying basketball as much as you.
1: Yeah. I think that uh I think a lot of people don't don't like the NBA because the players seem like they're coasting, like, during the regular season.
0: Well, yeah, there's there's way like, too many games in the regular season. Exactly. That's a whole other thing. Exactly. 82 games is ridiculous, but it's just like the NFL. They're never going to decrease it because it's money. Exactly. They'll yeah. put more travel time in. They'll give you more days off like the NBA is doing, but they'll be they'll, there has to be a catastrophe before they start taking games off exactly. the regular season because 82 games, that's a lot of money to give up. That's contract money. That's TV money. That's sponsorship money. Right. That's a lot of money they're throwing away, and let's be at, honest, at the end of the day, it's
1: a sport, it's but it's money. business. Yeah, It's, about it's money. business. Yeah. And I, I, I can agree with some people on on their stance. If you take that stance, like, yeah, they, they don't play. It's not exciting. During it needs the to be, like, season. 75 games. Yeah, yeah, because that would entice the players to play Well, when hard. you're
0: resting, how many guys, too? Like, to, like, you know, when they're, like when you see it scrolling down the, the bottom of the ESPN and you see, like, Dwayne Wade out, parentheses, rest. Come on, man! Yeah, exactly. You don't see you don't see Peyton Manning <laughs> resting in Week Three of the NFL season. Yep. you might see him resting in Week Fifteen, Week Sixteen, Week Seventeen because they've clinched the playoffs. Right, but not in Week Three because he's got to save himself for later. Yeah, I, it doesn't matter. It does not
1: matter. Yeah, because like a lot of the big time players, the players you want to see play are are and you know especially for the people that pay to go pay you know what I'm saying big money to right. see these players play on there on the floor seats and stuff like that and uh the players don't have a legitimate reason for being out you know it's like oh i'm just resting up today or lebron literally lebron literally just took 2 weeks off last year during the during the regular season just to- yeah it's
0: like why don't you just go to like you know hawaii or something go on a vacation he, why even come with the team he
1: literally took 2 weeks and but when he came back he played extremely well but it was like like i paying, i bought season tickets you know i I want to see you play so but I understand where you're coming from. Just there. The NBA model is just so games.
0: messed up. I mean, I much rather watch college basketball. I like, yeah, I do like college. Then I'd watch NBA.
1: Yeah, I like, I like NBA when the playoffs start. No, I'm sorry, I love NBA when the playoffs start. I like it during the regular season. I don't watch too many of the games because some games I know here and there are going to be some nonsense. Because the, their
0: people are resting.
1: Exactly. But when the playoffs start, it's all it's. I don't want
0: to watch Tim Duncan in a suit. <laughs>
1: Tim Duncan, yeah, yeah. He's on I'll the I watch him dunk. <laughs> ridiculous. I love the playoffs though. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you got you riled up over here, man.
0: Well it's it's just it's it's stupid. Like why would you have, like I don't know. I just don't <laughs> like the end I just I just think I I don't know. The NBA they don't play defense, number one. Yeah. It's just all about like when you st- score a hundred points in a basketball game, it shouldn't be that easy. Yeah. It just shouldn't be that easy. They tweak. They've been tweaking a lot of rules for
1: that purpose, for uh, to get higher scoring games. Like you can't even touch somebody anymore. Like, like if you touch somebody like a yeah, handshake like this, it's, it's a foul.
0: They got to play in the PSAC. That's the toughest division in college basketball.
1: Yeah. Division two. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I definitely would like to get get You'd a get more up, foul Jill. calls there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, think about it. Great SRU
0: baseball. was the most was the had the most rebounds in any of college basketball yeah. divisions last year. Nation. They're, and you know they got respect now they're going to be facing what I think it's I think it's Fenner's Tennessee in a in a in an exhibition. Oh uh, yeah. I think they're facing Tennessee. Yeah. Ooh. Like University of Tennessee, That's like D one. That's big time. Right. That's big time. That's SRU right there for you, team that you should have beaten. Exactly. Three times. Three
1: times. We're not talking about that though. Yeah, we can leave that alone. We can leave that alone. We'll see them. We'll see them sometime. We got the, that. We got that coming game. up in November right here at yeah. eighty
0: eight point nine Fighting Scots Radio. I'll be yeah. riled up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll but be ready. what else? I was going somewhere else before I got fired up there. You're talking about the NBA and how soft they are, and yeah, oh, and then the PSAC, and then you know you have you have you know both the women the the Division Two women's champion came was Cal from the PSAC, exactly, and IUP was in the men's championship, exactly, and you beat them.
1: Yeah, we did beat. You them at beat home. the
0: runner-up, the <laughs> national runner-up.
1: When I saw that, when I saw that they made it that far, I was like, wow.
0: You're like, they suck. They should
1: yeah. be there. I was like, wow, we beat them. Like that could easily have been us, you know, if we were just more consistent, but. All about consistency, man. Yeah, the PSAC is definitely one of the tougher leagues. Definitely, definitely. When I came over, when I transferred over um, from Detroit, I was, I was like, wow. They told me it was physical, but I had to see it for myself, and I definitely saw. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's Cleary, man. Yeah. (laughs) He he ain't no joke either. No, he's not. He's a very fiery individual. He's a fiery individual. That is true. All right, so uh, let's get right into our borough. Uh, sports update real quick before we hit our final break and come back and we'll spend the last little bit on the NFL so I can tout off about how much I'm disgusted with the Eagles and we can talk about <laughs> Thursday Night Football because that all goes hand in hand because it's the NFC East matchup on the CBS and NFL Network tonight to start week three. Um, what, what, what a joke Thursday Night Football is, honestly. like It just shows how... how um, enamored, we are with the NFL and how like that we're just pawns in their games because, like, no matter when they show football as a nation, we will watch it. Yeah, there's no question about that there's Monday no night, that. Thursday night, Sunday, Sunday night. Then they have Saturday games in December. We will watch the National Football League no matter what.
1: Yeah, yeah, football is America's sport, though. So
0: well, it's not well, it used to be baseball is America's to be,
1: pastime, too. Yeah,
0: the heck ever happened to that?
1: Hey, I'm not complaining. I, I don't football.
0: know. I mean, I like football too. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not complaining either. And you know, next week I saw you. We got a game in London. Oh. So you know what that means? What's that? 9 a.m. kickoff. <laughs> that means all day NFL football because that game's gonna end at like one o'clock. Then the 1 o'clockers kick off. Oh, yeah. Then you have the 4 o'clockers. Then you have the 8 o'clock. Eight
1: o'clock yeah. I really hate
0: that 30-minute stretch between the 4 o'clock and the 8 o'clock game. That little stretch.
1: Yeah, where you got to find where something to like do It's
0: like, what do I do? It only <laughs> took me two minutes to pee. Now what do I do? <laughs> I need football now. Sorry, Dan Patrick. I haven't seen enough of the highlights.
1: You get a little nap, get a little nap in there. Right I don't there nap. 30. You don't nap? I don't nap. I can't nap. You see how wow. fiery
0: I am? You think I nap? Wow. I don't think I would be able to function if I couldn't if I didn't nap. I don't think I, don't, I'm not, I didn't nap yeah. as a kid either. I felt like I was afraid I was gonna miss something. <laughs> like I didn't want to, you know what I mean? I wanted to be there for it. I didn't want to be like, oh, you know, the greatest thing happened. What really? happened? I don't. Know, I was asleep. Sheesh. Nonetheless, know, that's, that's a good that's a good mindset to have. I never thought right. of it like that. that right. Way. Yeah, I don't mess around. Nonetheless, Burrow Sports women's soccer, women's volleyball in action yesterday. Both teams off to a tremendous start to 2015. let's start off with the game that the game that happened first the women's soccer match at number 24 California University of Pennsylvania yesterday chew this is the first game of this campaign this season that Edinburgh was not nationally ranked. Started the season 16th ranked, fell back to, I think it was 23rd, and now out of the national poll, but is still receiving some votes. So, you know, they have the top 25 ranked teams. Then they have other teams that also received votes at the bottom of the poll. They were a team that was also receiving votes. So, first time not nationally ranked. However, they proved the nation wrong yesterday, beating nationally ranked Cal U of PA one nothing. as Jansen Hartman, the leading goal scorer for the Fighting Scots, netted her seventh goal of the season, in the 104th minute double overtime double Chew. OT. We're talking wow, big, dramatic man. fashion for the Fighting Scots yesterday. This was at Cal upset alert 1 to nothing win for the Fighting Scots as they continue on their amazing start to the season and they improve to 5 and 2 overall 4 and 1 in the PSAC. The Scots had no shots in the first 45 minutes of play in this one, too. No shots.
1: Wow. And Jansen came through.
0: Jansen so came through in time. the clutch in the double overtime. So she now has 16 points this season, does Hartman. Seven goals, two assists. And the Fighting Scots ended up with 13 shots. Um, with eight of them, the Vulcans had five. So and eight were on goal. So interesting uh, game yesterday for the Fighting Scots. They're back in action on Saturday, too, as they host Lockhaven. 5 p.m. at Sox-Harrison Stadium. So we have a doubleheader action at Sox-Harrison on Saturday. We have Borough Football at noon when they okay. welcome Cal U of PA. Okay. And then at 5 o'clock, Lockhaven comes to Sox-Harrison Stadium for a PSAC crossover. women's. Well, they don't have divisions, so east to west doesn't really matter. Nonetheless, um, PSAC soccer match Friday evening, 5 o'clock. So head on out. Just camp out. bring yeah. Pack a lunch. Pack dinner. And just come <laughs> to Sox-Harrison Stadium for like eight straight hours on Saturday. That's probably what I'm going to do because I think I'm covering both games. Oh, okay. So, okay. you know me. I don't have a life. What are you going to do? Uh, Women's volleyball was in action yesterday, too. That was exciting. Uh, they keep rolling along. Yeah, Off to the best start since amazing, 2011 yeah. for, this school, for this team as they swept Notre Dame of Ohio in straight sets. They won twenty five seven, twenty five twenty, and twenty eight twenty six against their Atlantic Region foe, the Falcons, and they uh, moved to ten and one on the season. Do the ladies, too? How impressed are you with this women's volleyball team?
1: Very impressed. Shout out to uh, Jen Gruber. She's in my she was in my accounting class last year. Definitely a uh, big shout out to her. She was a, a PSAC player of the week, I think. I believe last week. So shout out to her. Shout out to the whole volleyball team. They're doing big things. Ten and one. So that's big time for them.
0: Right, 10 and 1, yeah. 11 and 1 as I mentioned before was the was the previous starting best and that was in 2011 so the ladies can um beat that right now they're on the path to continue on that start um and they they continue in action tomorrow Friday as they have their last little bit their last matches to before they finally go home. They're going to have 15 road matches to start the year, not one at Macomb Fieldhouse until next Tuesday when wow. Damon College of New York comes into Macomb. But nonetheless, they're going to be up in Erie this weekend once again for the PSAC East-West crossover hosted by Mercyhurst. Their first match is 2 o'clock against Millersville. Then they have 5 o'clock against Shippensburg. Again, that's at the Mercyhurst Athletic Center on the campus of Mercyhurst University in Erie. So you I'll can make that Tuesday. make that quick jaunt. Yeah. You're going to be there Tuesday night? Yeah, Tuesday, yeah. yeah, yeah. Reppin'. Burrow, yes. Rooting on, yes. rooting on the ladies? of course. That's they're always,
1: you know, as, what I, I always see them in uh, the weight room because they lift, kind of lift at the you same make, time. You make do. sure you always
0: see them in the weight room.
1: No, they're, they lift at the same time that we do, oh, so we kind of right. share I, the weight room. Right, and They yeah, work. Mm-hmm. they work extremely hard, so. Harder than you guys? They work very hard. I'm not going to say harder than us. I'm not going right. to say that because we're very hard workers ourselves, but they definitely work extremely hard, and mm. their work, their hard work is starting to pay off, so. Yeah, it is. They got a new
0: offense, a younger team. Victoria Severo from a transfer from Charleston, West Virginia has done an amazing job so far. Megan Screptock, who's on this week's Scott Sports Show, which just dropped this morning. Oh yeah. Like a mixtape. Um <laughs> tune in.
1: Tune in to tune that.
0: that. And you hit up on GoFightingScotts.com dot com on their YouTube page. Uh I think it's GoBorough Athletics TV. And also on my social media, at Tyler Trumbauer on Twitter. Also, women's volleyball on Saturday. They have Lockhaven at 1230 and UPJ at 330. Again, that's at the Mercyhurst Athletic Center uh, for that one real quick. Tennis as well. Uh, the men's tennis is in, is in Atlantic Regional Play in Erie. That's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I believe. They got all that action happening. So good luck to the men's tennis team there, too. So a lot of good stuff going on. Fall sports off to a decent start. Football still looking for their first win, so hopefully they can join in on the success that women's soccer and women's volleyball uh, is enjoying. We'll talk about them tomorrow in full with Mike Fenner and uh, Tubby here for the full hour in studio tomorrow. Should be an interesting one there since we're going to have those two together since we had yeah, Barkgate last Barkgate. on Monday. Chew, that was that was ridiculous. I'll be
1: sure to catch the podcast of that one.
0: Yeah, you check that podcast. Good news about them podcast now, Chew. I don't know if you heard the good news. What? That I now have the login for that, so we can just get that up there right away. Oh, okay. No have to. We don't have to go through red tape anymore. No bureaucratic channels to work through.
1: <laughs> great, great, great. I can great. now be the, the direct
0: up. source to Edinburgh now. Hey. Moving Who's, on up in the world.
1: Moving on up. That's what we do. We're
0: gonna on move on up. We got another song coming up here called "Dirty Laundry." Speaking oh. of that, I gotta do laundry this afternoon. <laughs> but that's not. That's after this last segment. We're gonna do here on the D-tier, morning. After actually. we'll come back. Chewy and I will talk about what laundry you have to do. Make sure you separate the, you know, your, your whites from your colors. That's Man. what they say. You and know, you can't mix it up. Learned that. You just you know, recently learned yeah, that. Like, it bleeds over.
1: I just recently learned that. Man, I we're gonna doing, have to Google how to do laundry too. I've been Tossing laundry and colors and whites and at the same time all my life. Amateur. I didn't know you supposed to do that.
0: Amateur. Probably had mommy doing your laundry for you, didn't you? I wish. You wish? Yeah, I wish. Yeah. Well, you got lucky. <laughs> that you didn't screw up your laundry exactly. mixing them all in like that anyway we'll come back and we'll stop talking about laundry we'll start talking about football on the last segment of the morning after don't go anywhere we return right after this 9.53 here on the morning after on 88.9 Fighting Scats Radio. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in on today's fine show. I think we did all right, Chew. What, what do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just another day. Just another day at the office.
0: Just another day at the office. Two days in the office for Chew this week. Unbelievable yes. work by him, 9.54, as we're wrapping up the Thursday show here on 88.9 Fighting Scouts Radio, EdinburghNow.com, the TuneIn app on mobile devices. Uh, as I mentioned, tomorrow's going to be a Football, full-fledged football Friday here in the morning after Burrow football talk, previewing week three in the NFL, which gets underway tonight, which we'll touch on real quick in a second. Uh, so don't forget, we'll have all that good stuff with Mike Fenner, Tubby, myself wrapping up the week here on the morning after before we head um, out into the weekend, which of course features Burrow football on Saturday afternoon at Sox-Harrison Stadium. True, week three gets underway tonight, though. Uh, with the Washington Redskins who are one and one against the New York Football Giants who are and n two. What do you make of uh, of this matchup, this NFC East matchup, early season divisional matchup? Um, right now, the I mean, right now the over under is forty four. The Giants are three and a half point favorites. Now I believe it was four and a half yesterday, so the line went down by no, a point her. yesterday. So, okay. the money could be talking a little bit more towards the Redskins right now. So, what do you what do you make of this game 825 on CBS and the NFL Network tonight? Um, I think this is a good
1: matchup for both teams. I think uh for the Redskins, uh they need to run the football. The Giants are last. I think they're they're or they're last or near the bottom in run defense and um so the Redskins definitely need to expose that and the Giants basically They need to finish games. They need to finish games. They've come close here the last two weeks, um, but they just haven't got the job done. They need to get the ball out to their playmakers, Uh, Odell Beckham uh, in particular. But um, I think uh, I'm going to go with the Giants here. I think the Giants are going to finally get over the hump and get their first win of the season.
0: The Giants going to be a little short-handed in this one. It's going to miss, be missing a lot of people yeah. in this contest. Victor Cruz out with an injury. Dominique Rodgers-Camardi out with an injury. John Beeson, Daniel Fells, linebacker, tight end, listed as probable as of right now for this Jeez. contest. For the Redskins, Deshaun Jackson out. Um, and D'Angelo Hall looks to be probable. Um, Jordan Reed, the tight end, looks to be probable. Perry Riley, Jr., um, is questionable. Should be a nice night at uh, MetLife Stadium tonight. Sixty-seven degrees in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Looks like it's going to be clear skies for this one. Uh, I said yesterday. I think this is going to be a Giants. Um, I think. I think I'm going to go with the Giants in this one too. I, I, I just. I just don't know if the Redskins have it together. I mean, obviously, the Giants don't look like they have it together, but I think the the perfect way to figure this out is A, at home, and B, against the Redskins. I agree. It's a perfect way to figure it out. You got the Redskins coming in. It's a divisional matchup. You're going to want to get this monkey off your back. I think it's a perfect situation for Eli Manning, Tom Coughlin, and company to right this ship, get things back to where it needs to be, and uh, basically get this thing back on path because there are people now picking the Giants to win this division, too. Mm. With how bad the Eagles have started, with how bad the Giants have started, with how Just of a debacle the Redskins are and with all the injuries going to the Cowboys, they're picking the Giants to potentially win the NFC East. What do you think about that?
1: Um I don't I don't see anything wrong with that actually. There's a lot of mediocrity. 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 It's early. It's early. I understand. Appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. In this division. And um the Giants, like I said, they've been close. Like if they A lot. Like
0: blown two double digit leads.
1: Exactly. Like a couple mistakes here and there, tighten things up here you know what i'm saying they could easily
0: be 2-0 right so easily
1: those predictions um i don't have a problem with them i definitely don't i think the giants will come out on top in but, this so, game as do yeah. as
0: do i chewy and i both going with the giants tonight 825 kick as week three of the national football league gets underway and that we'll talk about that tomorrow with our full-fledged Football Friday. We hope you join us here on 88.9 Fighting Scots Radio Chew, Good work today. Appreciate the time, sir. Thank you, We'll sir. talk to you on Tuesday as that's all for us here this morning on the morning after. Hope you all enjoy your Thursday. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning with Fenner, Tubby, and myself going three wide on a full-fledged Football Friday here in the morning after. We'll talk to you then.